Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go. Blog Talk Radio. It's a new thing that's whipping the land. When you don't know which way to go, the answer is Jesus and Elevation Radio. Oh, uh, yeah. God bless you. This is Elevation Radio 1, and I'm your host, Pastor Steve, the music man, Turner. And we thank you for taking the journey with us. This is the program that spotlights positive people doing Positive work while serving a positive God. Good God, everybody. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, again, this program is dedicated to God and the memory of my lovely wife, First Lady Leora Queen Turner. And, uh, yes, that's important. Listen, our subject matter today is refresh. Refresh. Say it to your neighbor, refresh. Can these dry bones live? Uh, breathe on them. And so in Ezekiel 37 verse 3 uh, to 10 at least, God asked the prophet Ezekiel, can these bones live? Uh, he gives him certain instructions and in three parts to perform a miracle. Uh, God challenges Ezekiel's physical senses to go beyond what he is seeing and to dig into the eyes of faith. He then must speak it into existence. Uh, that is a winning formula when dealing with dead and hopeless situations. Now we will speak to a man who uses his faith to bring dead and hopeless situations and people to life. <clears throat> Introducing uh, <laughs> Dr. Uh, the Right Reverend Eric Williams of Guns Down. Power up. <laughs> okay. All right, sir, how you doing today, uh, Dr. Williams? To God be the glory. Thank you for uh, introducing me. Uh, I'd like to take on the the role of a servant, you know, uh, I, I like to serve God's people and be busy doing God's business, you know, so I'm very honored and thankful to be on uh, this broadcast today. It's, it's a blessing, you know, hopefully something be said to bless somebody's soul on today. Uh-huh. Something to be said or sung, yeah, because we'll also be featuring uh, some of your um, original music, yeah. Who said that the clergy can't sing, can't rap? <laughs> <That's> incredible. <laughs> yeah, me and my, me and one of my friends on one of those songs, he actually uh, came up with the idea, put the guns down, uh, and his name was Too Clean. And uh, to get my program some recognition that it need guns down, power up. So um, I'm really thankful that he allowed. Uh, Black Simba, that is my stage name, to be a part watch of yourself, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to we got to we got to define this for some people. And if you have a question, you wonder why they, uh, right, Reverend Eric Williams from from where are you calling in from, sir? Calling in from uh, Opelousas, Louisiana. Well, that's, that sounds like that's way down there, way down yonder. <laughs> Already, it's where you it's where you uh, get that Popeye's chicken from. Watch yourself, sir. I was about to say something like that. <laughs> I think I asked you to send me some freeze dried <laughs> by FedEx. I don't know if they can do that, but okay. All right, I'm going to extremes here. But um, why uh, why do you call your program uh, Guns Down Power Up, sir? Guns Down Power Up is simply God and education. And what we're doing is trying to help youth and adults to discover 
their purpose, value, and their worth. Enough is enough. Something has to be done. We can simply tell them to put the gun down. First of all, the gun is not the problem. You know, we're not anti-gun. We're anti-violence. We have to give them something to do. So power up with education. We also use the game of chess, you know, to teach them how to play chess. One wrong decision can cost you everything. So, you know, they say knowledge is power. So guns down, power up. Interesting. Already. Okay, so, um, you know, of course, uh, your President Biden and, and the uh, the uh, weak mayor here in Baltimore uh, have said that the got to get these guns off the streets and all that. And the gun never really – it takes a person <laughs> with evil intent to normally, uh, 80% of the time, pick the gun up and shoot it. Because if you just lay it down, it'll be sitting there all day. Mm-hmm. Doing nothing. <laughs> well, my so. my thing. That's why we not anti-gun. First of all, a gun doesn't pull its own trigger. Somebody has to get behind that trigger and pull it. Um, Louisiana is sportsman paradise. I have a lot of friends that like to hunt and things, and they use their weapons to do so for sports. You know, so. Um, it's sad that some people would get their hands on these guns and commit murder and crimes with them, but we have to educate people on the proper use of the gun, and that is what Guns Down Power Up is doing. Uh, we're teaching them how to work their minds, how to think, how to deal with bullying, how to deal with things that would cause them to draw to the point of grabbing a gun, dealing with their anger. We teach them it's okay to be angry, but what do you do with that anger, you know, in short? Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible says don't let your don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Right, and uh, it also you know, says it also uh-huh. says be angry, but sin not. Uh, say it again, sir. It, it says be angry, but sin not. Alrighty, and this is talking to. Uh, let's just concentrate on the men, so we won't have no nonsense. And tragedies before Father's Day arguing over something right. stupid. We just had six people shot here in in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, these were neighbors, and the neighbor got tired of the uh, noise, and um, and he was European, and the people making noise were Latinos. So I think he had a it was a hate crime to begin with, and uh, he um, tried to use his military, you know, his lawyer trying to say we use. He was ex-military, so he had PTSD. Well, <laughs> when the news news people uh, researched it, he uh, I don't know how you get PTSD when you're a computer specialist. That's all you're doing, sitting on a computer. You ain't you ain't seen no war, you haven't seen no action, you know. So uh, you can't get PTSD that way. Uh, so that's one mm-hmm. lie. And so anyway, so, so the point is, he uh, he shot he shot and killed three people, uh, um, basically two men and then somebody else. Father and son. And then he went back in the house, uh, got his gun, a rifle, and shot shooting folks, wounding people outside uh, while he was inside his house. But of course, uh, now he was allowed to be arrested. Oh, that's another thing right there. Because <laughs> normally, uh, if he was black, he would be killed on the spot. That's how they do it, they do it around the country. So, uh, so they, they don't have that kind what of, we do. Uh huh. What guns down power up do? What we do? We take away excuses. You know, um, I, I I take medicine. I also have a mental illness, so I I explain that to people. Look here, um, you don't see me shooting up people. You don't see me doing this with my illness. And granted, different people have different situations. It's different. Uh, people need mental health. You know, and it is okay to be open and honest and say, Hey, I have a problem. I need help. And that's the first step, getting out of denial. Uh, get back to what the subject is, refresh. Can these dry bones live? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have to be honest. You, We, we want to see life in our community. We have to be open and honest about what's going on in our community. Yes, mental illness is a problem, but at the same sense, we're not going to use that for an excuse to go take lives, you know, get the proper help you need. Family need to step up. Family need to step up. Go to the uh, sheriff. Go to the 
the chief, go to the the right people to let them know, look, I got a family member. He got a mental problem. This is what he's dealing with. So people know what to look out for when they're dealing with people with mental illnesses. These things need to be documented, and the right people need to understand these people with these problems. Well, that uh, that is absolutely true. Uh, textbook accuracy. However, in the culture, especially up here, that may work in Louisiana, but in Baltimore, sure, <laughs> there is no snitching. If you get, they got a phrase, uh, snitches get stitches, if you know what that means. And so, um, and then the black community, uh, you know, through the state of Maryland, uh, they don't want to admit that we have these kind of problems. Mental illness, we ain't got it. We ain't going to talk about it. Uh, he's just different. No, he got a mental problem. <laughs> she has a, well, she's got some serious issues. Yeah. Well, that's why we have to break those. We have to open up a door for these people to be comfortable enough to share that they have issues. And that's what Guns Down Power Up doing through poetry, mm-hmm. through chess. Uh, our mission statement is transforming our neighborhoods into communities through developing the minds of our children. It's a mind thing. This is a war mm-hmm. against the mind. All these things that we're seeing, it's a spiritual warfare. You know, uh, the word of God said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. The enemy is out of the mind. So this mental illness, this chemical imbalance, it's a mind, it's a mind problem. You know, so mm-hmm. when we start seeing these people doing these things, these acts of violence, something ain't right in the mind. So we have to be uh, ready and we have to be able to listen and, and let them know, look, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take it back to uh, Scripture, and I'll read uh, chapter 37, verse 1, and it says, The hand of the Lord came upon me, talking about two uh, Ezekiel's paragraphing this, narrating this, and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very, very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? (laughs) Why would God ask him a question like this? See, God wants us to to understand that whatever he's doing, we have some kind of say in it. So whatever's going on in our community, whatever's going on in our environment, whatever's Mm -hmm. going on, we have a say in it. God wants us to be a part of it because we're in the world. We're his workmanship. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to see where, where your mind at. Can, he, can these dry bones live? Can they live? Mm. He respects okay. us enough uh, to give us an uh-huh. opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks hopeless. Uh, the church that you want me to take over is uh, all all uh, needs rehabilitation and needs work on it. Can you actually see it coming to life? It looks bad. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The person in the family looks bad. Always doing something. Always messing up. And so can can these dry bones live? And so it says here, and he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I I said, oh, Lord God, you know. Very smart. (laughs) Very smart. Yeah, God knows everything. So he said, again, he said to me, prophesy uh, to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And thus says the Lord uh, God to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. God, your God Almighty is talking to bones, calcium, and the guy got different chemicals in it. They ain't moving they dead, been dead for quite some time, no skin on it. Just plain old dry bones. And why would God talk to dry bones? I don't understand it. Reverend, what you say? He, he liked to give us a, a, God specializes in bringing dead things to life. He specializes in letting his people know his power. God specializes in and dead situations so people can understand he can revive anything. That job might be looking like it's dying, but God can promote you. 
that marriage might be looking like it's dying, but God can resurrect that thing. Don't you give up on that. Don't you give up on that opportunity. It may look like a bad situation, but that's when God says, speak life into these things. Jesus Christ said, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So there it is in a nutshell. And let's go back. Prophesize unto these bones. Verse 4. He said again, he said unto me, prophesize unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. So not just anything that's going to make these bones live. Not just anything going to revive this situation. You see, we can't just try anything. We got to try the word of the Lord. Oh, yeah. You want something to come hear, back to life? Speak the word of the Lord on it. Oh, uh, yeah. All these plots and all these things people are trying to do, gimmicks. And, you know, back in the day, uh, my grandmother used to say they have old remedies for things. Do this and this going to work. I'm here to tell you, <laughs> God's word is going to work. Do God's word and it's going to work. Oh, yeah. I thought I heard the preacher coming out for a second. Okay. All right. No problem. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, let us go to, uh, so speaking of the word, the word could come in any form. you got the word of God, but you have the word of God in song. So I see a song here. I, I kind of like it. I'm going to play it. And it's called, uh, I Had a Dream and all that. So uh, if, uh, if you want me, do you want me to play it, sir? Can I, re- can, can I release it? Yeah, sure. All right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever had a dream? I have. Mind to. Just don't give up on yourself. Just keep believing it. Keep pushing. Just keep going. No matter how hard it gets. You know what I'm saying? You can do anything you put 
your mind to Don't let anybody mislead or deceive you You can make it, you just gotta be like Nike and do it A lot of people dreams, they dreams, but they never pursue it And nothing in your past will stop your future But if you live in your past, you have no room for your future So get it all off your chest, man They say a man ain't supposed to cry This is not a game, this is life And so many kids reside in the street at night And so many mamas, well, man, it ain't right I think it's time we stood up and fight So our dreams can blow like wind at night
so we we look at ourselves right now as a people. We're destroying each other. We're cutting each other. We're we're finding ways to pull each other down any way we can. We have that crab in the bucket mentality, you know. Not all, but but some of us really we got to get it together, you know. And for our youth, for our children, to see something different in our world, we have to be different as parents, as leaders, you know, as teachers, as fathers, you know, as mothers. We have to be different. And I share this all the time. Uh, we fell in our children collectively together as a whole. We're failing. You know, we, we, we should be doing better than what we're doing. And we're going to learn to pull it together. Just like in Ezekiel 37, those bones, that it didn't get resurrected until all of them came together, until every joint came together. That's when it got resurrected. And until we start working together, until we start pulling together, you know, instead of being in competition with each other, we need to learn how to work together, you know. So that's what inspired cool. me to make that song. Okay. And Lord have mercy, since it's David, day before Father's Day, if, oh, my goodness. Uh, if the parents, the, the, the baby mama and the baby daddy, and the husband and wife could actually get together and uh, work at the best interest of their children that they lay down and created. Um, uh, and trying to use, uh, mother's trying to use the child as a chess piece against the father because she hates him and talk about him like, he look just like your father, I can't stand. <laughs> you put hatred okay, right. and, and uh, defeated, defeatism and a complex into the child, cussing the child out and all that. I've seen all that stuff up here. And so, um, and if the, if the father would uh, have d- done what he was supposed to do, he wouldn't be going down to him child support. And even sometime on child support, they don't do what they're supposed to do. Making the woman, the mother, mad. That's why uh, the women in child support, they're all mean and nasty. They hate, they hate men. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. And when you hate men, when you hate men, good God, I'm going to get in trouble. Fool with you, Reverend Eric Williams, because I, I hadn't thought about this, but when, you, when the women are mad, they are easily prey. For pedophile, not pedophiles, um, lesbians and and, um, and all those kind of things, because they're mad at, at the, at, and that's usually where that comes from: hatred, curiosity, and pain. And uh, then they get caught up in that mess. And so now you got a new man, you know, a woman walking strong and wearing men's clothes and <laughs> trying to outdo the men shopping in my section. Get out my section. Uh, I wish <laughs> the brothers would do. What are they supposed to do? Then we wouldn't have this nonsense. See, he got me in trouble, sir. I wasn't trying to go there. I wasn't even thinking about going there. But uh, Fulmer, Reverend Eric Williams can get me all the way there. Refresh. <laughs> East Tribe Bones live. Breathe on them. And uh, that's what you got to do with God's help. And uh, and that's important. So if you if you uh, like what Reverend Eric Williams is saying all the way from Louisiana, uh, give us a call at 1-914-205-5353, one 914 Two zero five five three five three, and um, I understand. Taking a little segue here, that you, uh, speaking of that, you you just got married, sir. Is that right. true? That's oh, breaking yeah. news, sir. Oh, yeah. When I first interviewed yeah, I you years ago, you, yeah. Oh, okay, well, you want to shout out to her, sir? Oh, shout out to Marie Williams. You know, uh, yeah, very sweet lady. To uh-huh. to have the patience to deal with me. It, I'm a lot. I like to do a whole lot in the community. So it takes a a, a person with an understanding of of dealing with a person that has the work ethic because a lot of people like to talk, but it comes down to actually doing you got to be out there and she's right there on side of me, you know, so I'm very grateful and thankful for that. Okay. That's um uh, I, I reckon, and I have to use country workers, you're from Louisiana, so let me do it this way. I reckon that uh, <laughs> she was built for you, sir, because no ordinary woman could sir? handle this type of activities. Right. Is that right? Right. I want to get all up in your business now. Hold on a second. How, how did this happen? That, uh, how did you meet her, sir? Well, we met at a Walmart, actually. Uh, I was working at Walmart years ago. Uh-huh. Was at Walmart. He was working at Walmart. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. What the hell? They call that fraternization, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so you was uh, you were looking over you were looking over in the uh hold on a second in the household section and he was like Good Lord have mercy, I tell you. The Lord's my shepherd, I see what I want. Is that was how it went down? Well actually she 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 approached me. What? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well uh what did she say, sir? Well, uh, she got one of her friends to approach me because she was doing the oh, thing, leaving. She was leaving huh? dishes in the in, in in the break room for me with my name on it. I didn't even know it. What? Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to do it down there. Trying to get my attention. Uh huh. You know, what? sometimes with your blessing right up under your nose. That's so true. I tell you. So she so she was cooking for you and leaving you uh, lunch. Is that what that? Yep, she was leaving me in the break room with my name on it. I didn't know it, though. Oh. Mm-hmm. They say, wait, wait till man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Feel very and so, you know. Uh-huh. All right, so when you when you finally uh, figured it out after about three or four plates, uh, did, you, did you again talk to her then? Did you go over and say thank you? Well, um, in due time, you know, it was more like meeting the, the family. I met her boys. We went to the park. And what? we just took our time. So how'd you, how'd you take her out then? How'd you say it? Did you say it or did she ask you? Huh? Well, like like I said, we met with I met with her with the boys, and we went to the park. And we walked mm. around in the park. And Okay. Yeah, we, we took our time. It was a slow process. We didn't rush into anything. Then uh-huh. we went to, our first date was at IHOP. Yeah. And and ain't nothing wrong that, sir. Uh huh. So you're a, so you're not just a reverend. You 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 smooth daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, God said it ain't good for a man to be alone. Uh huh. Okay. He made Adam a helpmate, so. Yeah, it did, and that's important right there. If we stop right there on that on that sidewalk, Adam did not ask for Eve. <laughs> when God created her, He did not give Adam a handbook to figure out what to do. <laughs> that's important too. Oh uh, yeah, and the life will change, sir. Life will change, and for the better. So that's fantastic. Alrighty, and so uh, let's see if we can go to another song here. Hopefully, uh, I was able to pull up the, the right song here. Let's see here. Reverend Eric Williams on the mic. Too clean. Have you ever had a dream? I have. Okay. All right. I see my eyes were not <laughs> not doing the right thing. And I I think I recorded the same song twice. Oh, my God. Um, I just turned 61, sir, so you can't to forgive me. Alrighty. But uh, who is all, I, I wanted to ask you, I hear a lot of youth in the background. Is that youth for part of your program singing in that one on that CD? Oh, the person that did that song, he did it so good to where he used one person and he dubbed his voice. You have to be in the, I don't know if you understand how things are yeah, in the studio. Yeah, he, uh-huh. one person, one, one person from that background. Okay. Already. So you were doing lead, and he was. I got you. Okay, that's highly technical, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what uh, What's the name of your ministry that you're under? Or the church that you're under? Who's your pastor? Well, right, right now the last church I attended uh, is God's Temple of Refuge in Dorito, Louisiana. That was the last church, but I live in Opelousas, mm-hmm. so we we do this ministry called Kingdom Talk, and we actually go into the neighborhood. And uh, we reach people right there where they are. We meet them where they are. A lot of people not going to church in today's time, so we we just try to go reach them and meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. Since we, the um, we visit churches. Okay. Since the pandemic, I see. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're the head of that ministry. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, Pastor. <laughs> You got followers, sir. You're I like to look at I like to look at myself as a servant or uh-huh. a minister. We all ministers. I try not to get caught up into mm-hmm. titles. Mm-hmm. So. All right. 
Well, pastor is not just a title; it's actually an office. And if you if you do it right. well, uh, folk will be delivered. Uh, men will be compelled to, because uh, that's part of the duty, compelling men. And that's what Christ did. He he didn't really stay in the temple. He went out in the hood. He went out, <laughs> out in the street. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Just like you, just like your father. Happy Father Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's, oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. something yeah. I like to share. Those that relationship need to be re, uh, refreshed. Refreshed. And a lot of our <laughs> black young man lives. I'd like to say this because a lot of fathers, a lot of black fathers are absent, and a lot of these uh, black young man lives. And it's really affecting them, you know. So um, I like to encourage maybe listening, somebody out there, uh, to forgive your father. If you can do Mm. that, let that healing take place. So he didn't buy you the pair of Jordans and so he wasn't there when you was a kid. And, you know, as soon as you start forgiving him, the better your life's going to get. And uh, I guarantee you, you you will become a better person for it. And I'm speaking from experience because my father wasn't involved in my life. So gotcha. uh, my mom played a big role. and She never spoke anything bad about my father. That really helped because she never said nothing bad about him. Everything bad about my father that I know, I learned it from my for myself. I learned from myself that he would lie. I learned from myself that he was on drugs. I learned from myself the opportunities that he had and he would let slip away. So I want to encourage you to forgive him because you want that same grace. Forgive Father's Father's Day. Forgive your fathers if they wasn't active in your life. Forgive them. I wouldn't have found my father. I wouldn't look for him. And I got him a Father's Day present. I let them meet my son because I want to break that generational curse. And I want my father to be a part. I want him to be a part of that revival. So revival pretty much starts at home, you know. So that's what we need to start doing, you know. Gentlemen, let's forgive our fathers and give them a chance. And for all you good fathers out there that have been active and involved in your children's life, to God be the glory. We need more of you. And we also need you to step up and help another child. I understand you got your child, but we have so many children out there that is fatherless that can use your example and your mentorship. I encourage you to be a leader and step up in your community and find those fatherless children who need your support. You're talking what you're talking you're talking well, sir. And uh, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and as I go back to Scripture, it says, verse 6, I will put sinews or muscles on you and bring flesh uh, upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. And so I prophesied as I was commanded. <laughs> can you find Can you believe that? An obedient prophet. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, uh, but there was no breath in them. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, I like this word here, O breath, <laughs> and breathe on these slain that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them. And they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Uh, then he said son of man, to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Uh, you might can translate that. This, these bones are the whole community in Chicago. These bones are the whole <laughs> nation of America. Uh, they indeed say our bones are dry. Our hope is lost, because that's the problem with uh, gangbangers and those folks here, they feel as though youth uh, who are shooting and killing and stealing cars and carjacking, they feel like their hope is lost. If they can get to 22, it would be a miracle. And we ourselves are cut off. Uh, and then he says into the end, therefore prophesy and say to them, thus saith the Lord God, behold, look, O my people, I will open your graves 
and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And so what you got to say about that, Reverend Eric Williams? We cannot do anything until we come together. That's pretty much what God's saying. Mm -hmm. Breath cannot enter into those dry bones until every part did what it's supposed to do, came together on one accord. And until we come together, we're going to stay in a dry place. Until we come together, we're going to stay in a dead place. Until we come together, we're going to stay in a sick place. And until we come together, we as a people will stay at the bottom. And we have to learn how to come together. We have to learn how to forgive each other so these dry bones can live. There is life in unity. There is life in following instructions. God gave us instructions. And when we learn how to follow these instructions, and we learn how to follow his commandments, and when we learn how to love each other, when we learn how to forgive each other, we can move forward and we can live together. I pray for you. You pray for me. Mm -hmm. Watch God change things. Okay, I see it's Snuckers talking there. Uh, that's the lyrics we're talking. Uh huh. Gotta watch it. And so, um, let's see here. Uh, you must follow what John is saying. And only one man, following God, anointed by God, to be obedient to God, was able to change a whole valley of dry bones. So you're doing that one man, one God, anointed. Uh, work in Louisiana, and that's fantastic. Uh, if you want to say uh, something to this um, working and worshiping and with faith uh, man of God from Louisiana, Reverend Eric Williams, and just give us a call at one nine one four two zero five five three five three one nine one four two zero five five three five three. I've got to do a commercial break here, and uh, just pay, uh, be patient with me. Uh, uh, well, uh, Doctor, hold on a second. All right. Oh yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna go and uh, play uh, my friend, Doctor Bert Cross. And when I finish playing it, I'm gonna send it to him so he can hear it. On top of the hill, and uh, I often say that um, he he writes classical music, jazz. He's a musical genius, symphonic music, and uh, he wrote this song. And I wish I could have written it myself. I want to take it, but I can't. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about as we go to commercial break. Okay. Oh, yeah. All roads lead to Washington, D.C. Uh, for Juneteenth, I said Juneteenth, which will be at 8.30 a.m. on Monday as National Action Network. Uh, Healthy D.C. and me uh, presents the Reverend Ronald Wright, National Civil Rights Activist, who will be in D.C. Northwest, that is, already at 8.30 in the morning at Terry's Soul Food Restaurant. Uh, why is he coming? He's coming to uh, blow the whistle. That's what it's called, blow the whistle prayer message on the criminal activities, the corruption that involves dialysis patients across this country that has not been known the abuse of dialysis patients by those large companies that actually uh, treat them. Good God Almighty. You don't know what's going on? It's your loved one inside of the uh, dialysis center. You need to stop and check it out. You're going to tell you everything. It's going to blow your mind. Yeah, pray for them. And so, uh, there will also be a song by... Uh, the 2023 Newton Doctor Award Thomas winner, and that is Lady Dyra the Fire. Yes, will be there. Uh, New York City. <laughs> Music man will be on the board, accompanying her. It's fantastic. Good food, uh, good music, and also a powerful testimony. It'll blow your mind if you need to be there. How can you get there? Go to eventbrite.com. Eventbrite.com and see this place is blow the whistle. 
Hello and God bless you, saints oh. of the living God. Oh, okay, that was a double play. <laughs> All right, I'm back. So anything you want to say, uh, you want to give a encouragement to somebody, what you want to do there? And how can they contact you? I can hear you. How can they contact you? I can you? hear you, I'm sorry. Huh? You said something? I, I can hear you. Yeah, I said, how can they contact you? Oh, yeah. They can reach out to us on our Facebook page, Guns Down Power Up. Um, email Guns Down Power Up at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Contact number 337-401-2545. Okay. Alrighty, and uh, I just want to ask you this question. On the, it's not on the script, but uh, uh, do you cook for your wife, sir? Yeah, I cook for my family. Period. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the greatest uh, chefs, I understand, are I might get in trouble for this one. Are men, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> you just get the list goes on. No, I cook, cook. You gotta set the example as a man. Whatever you expect that woman to do, you gotta be willing to do it as well. So, um, yeah, I don't mind cooking. Don't mind cleaning. I just like to set the example. Well, uh, Reverend, I haven't progressed that far. Uh, <laughs> I tried to uh, since my wife has passed on. I tried to uh, uh, to cook for myself. She was a chef in the house, and um, uh, half the time she would throw me out of the kitchen, like my mother used to do. <laughs> but uh, I tried to cook some rice. Uh, I couldn't remember where you were supposed to put water in the pan, and um, I put a little bit, but I didn't know what I was doing. So pretty soon the fire alarm went off <laughs> because I started burning <clears throat> the rice, and I ended up with fried rice. Literally, that stuck to the bottom of the pan. And I, I blame get you for it, sir. Get your rice cooked. Get your rice cooked. I'm saying she cooked everything when she was. Yeah, but I, 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 I must blame you, sir, because if you had uh, given me some instruction, that would have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame myself. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I've lost a little weight, too. So it's okay. Uh huh. It's the uh, I know it's Father's Day, but the power power of a woman in the house is incredible in terms of redecorating and interior decorating and just knowing what to do to make a house a home. And so uh, that's that's something I miss. You ever seen the t- uh, TV movies where the uh, the man has lost his girlfriend or he lost his wife and Either she broke up with him or she, you know, passed on it. And then and so it, the friend has to come over. <laughs> he come in there. He's like, my God, how can you live like this? <laughs> he's, in, he's on the couch sleeping and, and all that kind of stuff. You ever see those, that, that, those movies? No, not really. But I got an idea of what you're trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get, I get the picture. All righty. I know you can, sir. <laughs> I, I had to do a major, major cleanup job. Uh, just this just week. I tell you, God is good. He gave me the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I'm surprised no one called in today. Good God Almighty, what's wrong with you guys? Pick up the phone. Pick up the cell phone. My goodness, what else? The pay phone. There's still a few of those left. 1 And tell this uh, young preacher uh, how, you like the, how you like what he said. And what he's doing. And I saw the picture that you had with a whole bunch of youth, and it was uh, multi generational. I saw a whole bunch of um, uh, diversity when it came to uh, uh, there were Europeans in there, there were black folk, and uh, they were working together in, har- in harmony. And I said, well, how, did he, how did he do that? How does he do that? That's what this program all about. Guns down, power up. We got to power up. We got to come together. Yeah. Okay. Don't take us all and, uh, mm-hmm. I got you. I I was wondering, uh, since I saw your shirt and all that and, and all that kind of stuff, this is probably the second, almost third time that we've talked on the program. I was wondering. I said, well, I looked at my uh, my extensive marketing uh, uh, situation here, and I said, well, I don't have a guns down power shirt. Isn't that something? In XL, I don't, I don't know what happened. Got to work on that. You saw how quiet I got, Rick. Huh? You saw how quiet I got, Rick. <laughs> yeah, we gonna have to work on that. <laughs> Wait for you to fill it, fill in the gap, sir. God bless you. <laughs> I tell you. Well, we're getting. Uh, Got about eight minutes left here, and so um, uh, let's see here. Any upcoming projects you got? Well, we're doing our five-year anniversary, Guns Down Power Up, five-year anniversary. Uh, it was actually uh, yesterday, uh, the 16th, made okay. five years when we physically set up in a building to actually run our program. Uh, 2018 June 16th. Uh, so um, we're going to be celebrating June 23rd, and it's going to be amazing. You know, uh, just get started this the thing because there's so many people that see things in their in their community in their neighborhood. They see problems, and guess what they do? They complain mm-hmm. instead of starting something to to create a solution. So you can sit there and waste all that energy complaining and talking negative, or you can ask God to show you a way to create a solution because we're all here on purpose, and we're all here for a purpose. So when you see a – I always thought – I always think to myself, I monitor what makes me angry. I monitor what makes me angry because – being angry is not a bad thing. Anger within itself is not a bad thing. Uh-huh. Because whatever, that means you want to do something about it. So ask God to show you how to create a solution in that problem. Uh, when we hear about police officers shooting, let, let, let me back back. Let me correct. Let me back back. When we hear about white police officers shooting black, people, we get angry, right? 
our community, the black community. We got Black Lives Matter. We got all this, and they get radical. They get angry. But when it's one of us doing it to each other, where is the anger? You see, I get angry when both of those situations happen. I get angry when it's a white cop doing it, and I get angry when it's one of us doing it to each other. So this is why Guns Down Power Up is important to me. Because we need to take a good look at ourselves collectively together, and it's going to take all of us working together as a whole to make this situation better. We can't pick and choose when we want to, you know, be a part of the solution or when we want to see change in our community. Nowadays in time, we have a lot of cowards with guns. We have a lot of coward gangsters, and I must say this because they're killing (laughs) women and children. They're killing, yeah. they're killing women and children. You see, that was a that was a cold back in the day when when gangsters or gang members had issues with each other. They didn't mess with the women and the children. They didn't mess with the kids, you know. But nowadays, in time, there's I mean, they're they're destroying children and women, and it's very sad. It's very sad. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I wish at some point. Well, maybe I can't say that, but I can say that. Uh, and uh, maybe in another time, another country, or someplace, you kill my, you kill a, uh, a female member of my family. Uh, the men in the whole area will be coming after you. Yeah, it's just it's just something that don't need to be done. Period. Uh huh. Well, you got, uh, like I said, you've got uh, folks being fueled by drugs, and they just uh, legalize marijuana up here um, so they can make money off it and take the money from the, you know, the black market and make it for themselves in the state of Maryland. And so now, so that means that if it's legal, um, recreational marijuana, that means that. Uh, um, you can actually be high uh, on the judgment. <laughs> you can be high driving behind vehicles, driving cars. You can be high uh, working for the city and, and run the tra- tractor trailer somewhere where it shouldn't be. You can actually, oh, um, uh, you can be high in the pulpit. <laughs> it's recreationally legally. And we can thank our, our governor who doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, and what he's doing shouldn't be in the office, but he's uh, he's doing all kinds of stuff. He's even making it uh, where Medicare will be able to uh, do sex changes and things of this nature. But uh, I uh, can't get that as a legal uh, uh, a client of Medicare or Medicaid. Now, uh, Senator here in Maryland said, well, how is that fair? What, what, what makes him so special? <laughs> she go. Uh, beyond the seniors and other folks who have earned this type to have that nonsense. Refresh! Yeah, get that mess out of there. And uh, if you're going to keep writing bills and policies like this, you need to go. And so that's, uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. Yes, indeedy. Well, we've got down to three minutes here. But, um, you know, we need, if one man can change a whole valley of dry bones and We've got a whole bunch of men uh, in the country of the United States, and and uh, we need more Our Reverend Eric uh, Williams uh, to actually make changes in the communities, and we probably would be okay. Got to stand up and stand up. I know out. when I was a, I know when I was a kid coming up, uh, you used to always see the men and women of God walking around with Bibles and. Talking to the youth and preaching and teaching—that's kind of was kind of my passion, kind of what draw me to you know want to do these things. Uh, I saw it, and Jesus said he do what he see his father do, you know. So and it's amazing that it's about to be Father's Day. So what are we seeing the fathers doing? What are these children seeing the fathers doing? It's very important that we as fathers set the example and set the tone for the house, you know, um, 
we have to, like, again, we have to be the example. You know, we can't expect our children to follow us if we're not giving them nothing to follow. You know, and uh, we have to be able to follow instructions. And we have to be good leaders. And we have to be good listeners. You know, so that's been my big prayer. God fix me so I can help fix my community. You know, God fix like me. I like that. So I Say can that again, fix sir. my community. That, that's, that's been one of my big prayers. Mean. God fix yeah. me so I can help fix my community. So ain't no way that I can give something to somebody if I need it for myself. I can't give you love well, if I need love for myself. Uh-huh. You know, I, I can't give you a plate of food if I if I ain't got no food to give. So well, let's uh, hold let's hold it right there. Let's hold it right there because we got forty seconds left, and uh, I'm glad you all your words were, were pertinent and relevant. But uh, you said the one thing at the end, which you you could help me with. You said uh, I can't give you a plate of food if I don't have any food to give you. And so, but I know you got food. Sorry, are you going to help a uh, a hungry uh, 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 podcast hoster, a music man? <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. And so if you were out there and you enjoyed this program and uh, you want to sponsor it, that's great. Uh, if there are any uh, young ladies out there who can cook, uh, bless me. Give me a call. <laughs> I love spare rib steak and all that good stuff. One four one zero three zero two two seven three seven. And uh, I mean that that worked for you, uh, William. Somebody made it. Your wife made a plate for you when uh, before you got get your get your attention. And uh, you can always get the music man's attention with that. <laughs> on that note, on that note, I think it's time for us to uh, call it a, uh, a do. And uh, I just want to say to those who are listening uh, to always remember God, uh, keep him on your mind. That's, a, that's an old song. Uh, Reverend, you don't know anything about that. That's, and uh, that's before your time, sir. Yes, sir. Reverend Williams, have you heard that song? Yeah, I have heard it before. I grew up in church. Okay, all right. I got you. I don't start no trouble. No problem. <laughs> I ain't fun with you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I always keep them on your mind. And um, I always say, keep your head up, keep your head up, keep your head up. And um, I was looking for my outro music, but I can't I can't see it. I can't find it. So I might, let me play, go. Play, play, play I Had a Dream. Play my song. Oh, okay. All right, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bully. Hold on a second. Let me see here. Hold on a second. <laughs> Black Simba, I Had a Dream. It's on all musical outlets. You guys, it's a very powerful song dedicated to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It's a very inspirational right. song. You can find it okay, on all musical outlets. Okay. All me, all social media outlets. I mean, it's, uh, Apple, uh, Instagram. Yes, sir. And all that um, everywhere. You think of it. Here we go. Have you ever had a dream? I have. You can do anything you put your mind to. Just don't give up on yourself. Just keep believing it. Keep pushing. Keep going. No matter how hard it gets. You know what I'm saying?
the healing rain. Healing must be given before we see a sign of change. So many broken homes and kids with hopeless dreams. When my daddy left, it's like he took my dreams. I used to hate to live, I used to hate to dream. And late at night, I'd wake up and scream. It seemed like demons was chasing me. Well, let me live my life when let me free. But I held on tight to what I believed. A couple years later now, look at me. I'm soaring like an eagle now, now I'm free. I can see all the great things God has for me. I had a dream, y'all. I had a dream. I had a dream, y'all. I had a dream. Come on. Come on now. Yeah. 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 Yeah.